this coming Canada Day, I think we all need to pledge ourselves to doing what we can to continue that effort to make Canada better. All the while respecting and listening to those for whom it's not yet a day of celebration. That's how Prime Minister Justin Trudeau responded last month to news of the discovery of more unmarked graves at Indian residential schools and whether Canada Day should be cancelled this year. Now, one Jewish family who recently immigrated to Winnipeg from Turkey says they're going to take Trudeau's words to heart as they celebrate Canada Day for the very first time. They arrived as part of the unique Grow Winnipeg program. The city's Jewish Federation runs it, and the idea was to stop the decline of the Jewish population by going out and actively recruiting new immigrants. 6,000 of them have come since the program started 20 years ago. Ethel Ergun Avamelik and her husband and teenagers moved from Istanbul 11 months ago, right in the middle of the pandemic. They wanted peace and safety and a nice, affordable place to raise their families in a Jewish environment. Discovering Canada's legacy of residential schools was not on their radar, but it is now, as they'll go to a local park with friends to mark the holiday. I think I am aligned with the idea that uh, Canadian Day celebrations should also include some, I don't know, but some maybe some events which are dedicated to the memory of these children and the events. I'm Ellen Besner. And this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, July 1st, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Edel Ergun Avimelik hasn't been able to meet very many people in Winnipeg yet, since they came from Turkey last summer. First, they had to finish quarantine, then find a house and get the kids settled in their new school, Gray Academy, that's the Jewish high school in Winnipeg, The couple then worked from home all year. She's with a telecom company, and he opened his own textile business. Moving to Canada has been her dream. So despite all the obstacles to get here, she couldn't be happier. And yes, the family has eaten a lot of Tim Hortons. Coming up, we'll chat with Edel about her family's first year in Canada and about Canada Day. But first, here's what's making news in other parts of the country right now. The Jewish community in Vancouver has swung into action as the West Coast copes with dangerously hot temperatures. According to Ezra Shankin, the CEO of the Greater Vancouver Jewish Federation, Jewish family services have been in touch with vulnerable clients. The JCC of Greater Vancouver has encouraged members to come in and use the facilities and take advantage of the air conditioning. And many local synagogues have seen families and people of all ages use the cool space in sanctuaries to read, nap and socialize. Also, synagogues that do provide meal services to seniors and vulnerable adults are making sure to check in on their clients during the deliveries. Meanwhile, it's always hot behind the counter at Montreal's famous historic St. Viator bagel shop. And this week, the bakers churned out batches of some very unusually shaped bagels. They're in the shape of the symbol of the Montreal Canadiens hockey team. It's a stylized C and an H, and it's got sesame seeds on it. The store says they did it to cheer on the city's hockey team during the Stanley Cup final games. Sadly, these bagels aren't for sale. That's too bad because I so would have bought these as a former Montrealer. Edel Ergun Avimelik is 46. She grew up in the historic Sephardic Jewish community of Turkey, descendants of the Jews expelled from Spain and Portugal over 500 years ago and welcomed by the Ottoman Empire. 
Turkey was the first Muslim country to recognize the state of Israel in 1949, but relations recently have been tense and thousands of Turkish Jews have moved to Israel. Edel joins me now from her home in Winnipeg. You came to Canada with your family in the middle of a pandemic. Correct. <laughs> How did you manage to get here? Uh, it was a decision based on the education of our children. My son is 17, so we wanted him to uh, have the last two years of high school here in Canada. So uh, although there was a pandemic, we didn't want to wait for another year. That's why we decided to come last summer. Uh, he finished 11th grade here in Gray Academy and next year he will be preparing for the university. Uh, these years were really important for him, so we didn't want to miss uh, the important time period. That's why we came here during the pandemic. Did it slow you down in terms of the actual length of time to come to Canada because it was a pandemic? No, just before the pandemic, uh, last year in November, we visited uh, Toronto and Winnipeg and we got our permanent residency cards and then we went back and our original plan was to get prepared all the winter and come here during the summer and uh, for the new education year and we just uh, followed our original plan although there was pandemic after uh, february and march we didn't change anything uh, it was hard but we uh, kept our plan what was hard about it? So uh, during the winter, starting from November till February and or March, we were always at home. We were not able to meet uh, the few families we know. So the most uh, hardest part was to get socialized, uh, get to know new people, meet them, invite them, or have some new friends. The most... Uh, the part I didn't like most was that, but other than that, uh, we were comfortable. The weather was not bad as we thought. This winter was really very moderate. Uh, it was not very hard. Uh, so that's how we uh, had our first winter. Yeah, no, so you were mentioning the isolation because of the second or third wave, but um, that's probably the most important thing when you move to Winnipeg. You know, you you don't know have any you don't have any family here. So how were you able, if online, to make connections to the community? Uh, we were able to meet some people from the community uh, via the digital platforms. We had some zooms and phone calls from WhatsApp. So we were able to uh, meet some new people, uh, but uh, having some face-to-face -face meetings, in-person meetings, this, this part was missing. We also knew a few Turkish families here in Winnipeg. We are only, I think, four families. Uh, so they helped us a lot. So what is it that you've now discovered about Canada that... Um you know, has impressed you? This was something we considered while we were considering uh, immigration to Israel. We wanted to be uh, in a place where it's uh, more friendly, more uh, peaceful, more quiet. 
and also uh, the community uh, where somewhere where people give more importance to family life, the kids, everything. Uh, so uh, it was uh, it didn't surprise us. It was just as we dreamed about. So we are happy. We are really happy. <laughs> Were you yeah. aware of this uh, reconciliation uh, issue and 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 uh, school um, residential school problem when you no, came here? No, what no. do you think about all this now? Uh, I don't want to say I am very disappointed, but it was really surprising before that I really didn't know so much about uh, the Canadian history and uh, these residential schools. But as my son is in the 11th grade and he is having a Canadian history course uh, during the winter, we were able to discuss about Canadian history at uh, home. So uh, we started learning uh, and reading and understanding the history. But it's very sad. A lot of people have been saying, especially like in the news or on Internet, that Canada Day shouldn't be celebrated. It should be a morning day because of what happened. This would be your family's first Canada Day, mm -hmm. right? So how are you discussing what to do? All of us are waiting for the second appointments for the vaccine. So we are not going to the restaurants or anywhere, just the parks. And now outside gathering is 25 people. That's good, we can meet outside. But other than that, um, I think I am aligned with the idea that uh, Canadian Day celebrations should also include some, uh, I don't know, but some maybe some events which are dedicated to the memory of these children and the events uh, that has happened and the mourning of the communities. So... Uh, I don't feel that it can be celebrated in a very high spirit and joy because there is something really very sad and it's the current agenda of the country and the communities. So uh, I think everyone should respect the um, mourning people and the communities. I want to ask you one last thing before I know we've talked a long time. You know, in the last month in May, when the Hamas and Israel were having hostilities, there was a lot of anti-Semitism, especially even in Winnipeg, there were some serious problems. Yeah. Were you aware of that? And how yes. did that impact you guys? How do you feel about that? You know, you thought you were getting to a quiet country, not so quiet. Yes, even though it's a quiet country and there is less anti-Semitism, uh, there were some uh, things happening here in Winnipeg also. But we are coming from a place where we face these things many times uh, and also some other harsh things. So we were not surprised so much. This is the truth. This is happening everywhere. All we need to do is just stand up and uh, express ourselves. Uh, but uh, I wasn't except expecting so much, in fact. Uh, I was expecting less, still some things happened in Winnipeg. But at that time, we still uh, were very grateful that we were here and we were not in Turkey. Because in Turkey, when some things like that happen, you are really afraid to send your kids to the school or go outside because 
do uh, in your street or in your community it's hard it's really hard uh, living there so we were grateful that still we are in canada uh, but seeing that things happen everywhere is <laughs> uh, it's really sad but i know that things happen everywhere in europe or in us or in canada everywhere happens uh, we will just fight about it that's all we will stand up and uh, express ourselves and we will take action against anti-semitism that's all we can do A little more details now for you about the Grow Winnipeg project. There are about 14,000 Jews in the city now, and the program has certainly changed the demographics from a majority Ashkenazi population born in Canada to a diverse community from Russia, Argentina, Mexico, Venezuela, Brazil, four families from Turkey, including the Avimeleks, and mostly now from Israel. The newcomers get subsidies for camp and schools, and they get help with the provincial immigration requirements. Officials say they don't keep tabs on whether the newcomers actually stay in Winnipeg for good. But the Jewish federations of Vancouver and Windsor, Ontario, like the idea and are looking at copying it. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia, integrity, community, quality and customer care. Let me know how you are marking Canada Day, if at all. We'll be back next week with some great shows for you, including one about a new book describing a man his family calls Canada's Schindler, except he was Jewish and he helped save 79 orphans from Hitler, and you'll never believe who helped him. Today's listener shout-out goes to Amy Langer in Richmond Hill, Ontario. And we'll close the episode with a bit of music from a performer slated to be part of the Canadian government's official online Canada Day show Thursday. He's an Anishinaabe DJ, Boogie the Beat. He's from Winnipeg. And he performed this track last year at Canada Day in Winnipeg. It means truth in Cree. Boogie got me in this thing, Sight beat, got me jumping like a kango. Might be in them places that you can't go. Might see a couple haters with their face. Oh, wow, well, like a gun, you hear the ground bone. Of the drum type teams you can't bump. Hey, Yaki on the rise, they you want me. You're me linking up with Nishinaabe. Uh.